Welcome to Watch It A Watch, episode 50. Half a century, lots. Half a century. Half a century. Um, Old as fuck. <laughs> that set the t- tone, anyway. <laughs> yep, yep. There's just no integrity anymore, lads. <laughs> Tell us, Mark. There's no integrity. I was in the gym this evening. Mm-hmm. Place I've started going slightly more frequently. And um, Come on. They were, we're doing kind of a circuit kind of thing like you do. Mm. Have oh, you heard yeah. of EMOM? It's kind of a CrossFit term. Every minute on the minute. All right, okay. So, yeah. so you like might have an EMAX. It's different from EMAX, Mike. Yeah. It's not nearly <laughs> as much fun as EMAX. Um, although I'm a VI man myself, but anyway, neither, neither here nor there. So the EMOM had, like, for, for example, you don't care about the workout, but it had like 30 goblet squats. Yeah. So you could do them as fast or as slow as you wanted. Yeah. The faster you did them, the more rest you had because you had to do them again the next minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? That's what that's the concept of email. Yeah. Now, the way we were doing it was it was seven, excuse me, seven exercises mm-hmm. and then they repeat yeah. for three rounds. So you're doing 21, mm-hmm. 21 minutes of, yeah. of work and you could set your own pace to take as little or as much rest as you want, right? Mm-hmm. So I was doing it. And uh, let's take this, the Goblet Squad as an example, right? And I was like... I know I'm not fast, but I was. Mm. I noticed that the guy beside me finished way ahead of me. Mm. I was going, boss, I didn't know I was going that slow. Yeah. So that was fine. So I kind of, this this was a recurring team. And like, he's a good 10 years younger than me, like, and he, yeah. and uh, this was a recurring team through the seven exercises. But as the exercises were going on, like, especially when it got to the upper body stuff, like I said, no, you're not faster than me. Like, Cause I could see him out of the corner of my eye. And I said, mm-hmm. I'm going at least as fast as you. Mm-hmm. you know, I was finishing first. Mm-hmm. So the first exercise was um, kettlebell swings, right? Mm-hmm. So I adjusted my positioning and rather than being beside him and parallel, I went perpendicular. I could see the fucker. <laughs> Just start <laughs> counting his reps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I timed myself with him. So every yeah, rep he did, I did, and I counted my yeah. own, right? Yeah. We're supposed to do 30 kettlebell swings. Yeah. That bastard did 27. Ah. And stopped and then started resting. And I did three more and fucking glared at him, like, because <laughs> I wanted to go over and say to him, I'm, I'm sorry, I said, you know that I'm a really good software developer, which means I've bad OCD. <laughs> and and you have just you've not met and I'm really good at maths <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't though I kind of yeah. went right I can now stop worrying about him and get back to being really really suffering yeah that's what it is uh, uh, funny so I I'm just I'm struggling to process this in my little brain you were doing some exercises that if I remember right you used to be an alpha male <laughs> and, now, and, now, and now I'm doing goblet squats and now you're doing goblet squats were you in a leotard that is that's what most concerns me Leg yeah, warmers, I, want, I wanted to be Mike I wanted to be I just can't pull it off yet maybe next year maybe that's my Christmas present you have to wear your one piece uh, swimsuit over your uh, leggings next time you go down I have them <laughs> contrasting yeah. colours that's yeah. what I need to do yeah, that is exactly yeah. what I need to do some ankle warmers what do you call it calf warmers what were they called legging what were they called leg warmers I think I think Marvel made like thirty movies based on that concept. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what are we watching this week? Um, oh, I forgot huge news for you. Huge news. Go on. I don't know if you're ready for it. Are you sure now? You know I, mean? <laughs> I, I don't know honestly if I can get an hour anymore. <laughs> there's, a, there's a TV show that's it's on at the minute called Yellowstone, right? Mm. Which features a family called the Duttons. 
right, and their branch um, in the States. And then you might remember earlier this year, a prequel came out to it called 1883. Oh, I do remember a considerable amount of uh, good news coming out about that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, great TV show, right? And it featured um, one of the characters used to do fairly drawn out voiceovers over a lot of what was happening. Right. And uh, I remember watching that as the sun set over the dusty plains. Exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> so that was Eliza yep. Dutton played by Isabel May, right? Get this, boys. 1923 is coming out soon. They just oh. released the trailer. And the very same Eliza Dutton is doing a voiceover on it. Nice. So 1923 no. is the next generation on. And uh, the cast the very is, reason I stopped watching the second thing. <laughs> the, the cast, right? The stars are Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. No oh, way. No way. Way. Wow. <laughs> and this is going to be the next generation as it starts to bring us closer to the Duttons of the modern times, which is what's featured in Yellowstone. So, so Helen am, Mirren was also old in 1923. <laughs> you should know, Mike. <laughs> you probably know a few people they're talking about in this. I, 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 and she told me I was reversed, but <laughs> generations ahead of you, Mike. That's 1923. It's not that far away. I think it's out in, is it December? 100 years. Yeah, release date is December 19. So, really looking forward to that. You can expect to hear me talking about that one. Hmm. Don't forget 1899 next week. That's oh, yeah, right. that's the Bermuda Triangle thing. I'm not saying anything. It's on the list for next week. Those who want to follow along. <laughs> okay. One of us may be missing. <laughs> yeah, I do want to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have yeah. to now. It's on the list. I, like, I really like your description. It's on Netflix. Sad dudes in boats in period dresses. <laughs> Pretty much. That's a great yeah. summary. <laughs> yeah, you, do, you know the way we like sad dudes in boats. Uh, TV shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so, our favorite genre. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, speaking of not so da- sad dudes, SAS guys. Oh, how's that going? Finished it. Like the the, the same night we were talking about it, the last night. <laughs> 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 the day after. Yeah. No, I ate it like a good novel. No, it was fantastic. No, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I hope they do uh, follow up season two, which uh, they could, the way they left it. Well, they have a and cast anyway. They have a really good kind of... And they have a book of stories, real ones, you know? Yeah. They don't even have to write stuff, you know? Yeah. You know, why wouldn't they? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great show. It's a great show, a great series. Um, mm-hmm. And it is a caper. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't say it glorifies war, but it certainly does when you compare it to the All Quiet in the Western Front, you know? Oh. So, I no. said you'd never mention that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's watching uh, La Bra? <laughs> La Brea. So last year's <laughs> Game of Thrones, La Brea, um, has just had season two come out. Not just. This is a, a good few weeks old now. Mm-hmm. Um, so La Brea was the story of this giant sinkhole opened in LA. And it's of people and vehicles and all kinds of things into it. And it turned out that this sinkhole was actually a some kind of a portal that transported people back to prehistoric times, yeah. which they realized when a saber-toothed tiger appeared. So that was season one. Um, and season two has just kicked off. And I can confirm it is just as mediocre as it was 
in season one, which means, of course, I am glued to it. <laughs> so they have managed to diversify the number of love interests that all the characters have, which is good. Excellent. They have moved some of their love triangles to quadrangles, and some couples are now in a love triangle. It's brilliant. And so they've is added- La Brea now some kind of Panama want a hump hump bar sort of thing in the past? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm afraid you're going to have to watch to find that out. But they've they've <laughs> diversified their offering anyway. So a couple of people were fairly mad to try and escape this prehistory. Mm. So they went through a portal and came out in the 1960s. So now they're is it 1960s, 1980s, one of those years. Mm. And uh, they're trying to figure out now how do they go from there to their own time, which is obviously quite a few years in the future. So it's good. Well, yeah. it's not good. It's mediocre. Let's be clear, right? <laughs> Fairly mediocre. The budget is not great. In fact, the there was a new thing called Opened in Hollywood, right? So they had the O of the Hollywood sign roll down the hill and like put, put, put someone in, in grave danger, right? I won't tell you what happens, but someone's standing there. Actually, it's a child standing there and the O is rolling down the hill. It was some of the worst CGI for something I feel they could have just done in real life <laughs> that I've ever seen. Like, it didn't even look like a wheel. How hard is it to roll a white wheel down a hill? Uh, funny. Holly child in the line of danger. It was just <laughs> terrible. It was terrible. That particular scene was terrible. The rest of it is, is really ama- amazing yeah. mediocrity. Amazing. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I, I recommend Don't well, Bother. Well, well done, Mark. You've totally sold it. Yeah, don't, <laughs> definitely don't bother unless you have a very dis- distinct interest like I do. What is what is Tulsa King? What is Tulsa King? Tulsa King. Well, Tulsa King, for those of you who watched UFC 281, it was all over the mat and they were putting trailers on the show. So when I saw those were. trailers, I said, wait a minute. Sylvester Stallone is a gangster who just got out of prison. But instead of, <laughs> but instead of setting back up in New York, they send him to Tulsa. Where do I sign up for that? <laughs> so that is the synopsis of uh, the show. Um, Sylvester Stallone is playing Sylvester Stallone, although you, they use a different name to address him mm-hmm. to try and convince you that he's playing an actual character. And um, <laughs> he is he's himself, right? Yeah. And I like him. I like his character, mm-hmm. but the story is just a little bit far-fetched even for me. <laughs> like it's just he's um he goes down to Tulsa and it's like when they're sending him down there, they basically say, look, you've been in prison for 25 years. So there ain't no room in New York, right? Mm-hmm. So he said, You can go to Tulsa. They've never even seen a gangster. Mm-hmm. They never even watched Goodfellas down there. It'll be easy, easy money. Mm-hmm. So down he goes and he starts acting like they've never seen Goodfellas. Like they don't know what gangsters are and no one knows how to ring the police. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, like, this is, this is, like, this is not fucking real life. Like we're living in a generation now where if you hurt someone's feelings, they sue you. And he's going down, battering lads, shaking them down for money. And they're going, mm-hmm. oh, please, sir, don't hurt me. Mm. And I'm going, right, they're going to ring the cops now, right? Because that's what people do, especially in fucking Tulsa, but nobody does. So even though I like his character and his portrayal of the mm. character, even though I did slag that he's just mm. basically himself again, yeah. um, they, they didn't put enough thought into how this would actually work in real life. They've created sounds, this un- unbelievable universe. Like It sounds like a less good version of Lilyhammer. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. The- yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It is yeah. exactly that, yeah. Mm. Lilyhammer, although it wasn't a show that I loved, 
was a lot more believable. Yeah, and right. when, yeah. when gangsters tried to do gangster stuff, people reacted the way normal people would react. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's missing here. <laughs> and like, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, I'm sure, is intimidating. Mm. He's like 72 or something. So like, He's older than that. He's older than that. Is he, is he using his, his, uh, his generation's um, slang and stuff, you know, to kind of give, get out of here, you beatnik. You know, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I, I just that's always a dead giveaway. Yeah, it's like they, they've spent a lot of money on it. I, I think like the cast seems to be quite good. Um, the sets are great. Like everything about it is good, right? Except that it's just that the universe they've set up isn't believable. All right. Yeah. yeah. They, they just need to put a bit more thought into that. But see, it would be a different show then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, it would be a Sylvester show then. It would just be a different show. They want him to go down to Tulsa and start throwing his weight around and do cool shit and be a gangster. And yeah. realistically, you can't like do any seventy-two-year-old that you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. There's there's a lot of places you can poke holes in this. Yeah. I think. So skip yeah. that one. You probably can. Yeah. Like I do like it, and I'm tempted to watch another episode, but I know that yeah. I feel bad when I do. I'll just I just bad. know that six weeks from now, Mark's going to be coming back. Telling us about the season finale. <laughs> <laughs> and hating um, myself. <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? Speaking of which, I watched a movie called Barbarian this week. Good man, Steve. <laughs> I hated myself too. <laughs> it wasn't the Barbarian I thought I was going to be watching. <laughs> I honestly thought this was a remake. Of mm-hmm. Conan? Yeah. But they already oh, did that. Shit. I know, yeah. I knew that was in the news and I was sort of going, yeah, they did that. Maybe this is a release now, is it? No. Yeah. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. So, so Barbarian, about? Barbarian's about uh, uh, an unlucky lady <laughs> who uh, she books an Airbnb in Detroit and uh, it turns out <laughs> yeah, turns out it's been double booked um, but the occupier isn't the thing that she needs to be scared of. That's kind of the thing. It's a scary movie. It's a jumpy, scary movie. Get out. She doesn't get, get out. out. Yeah, she, Bad she move. doesn't get out. Bad yeah. move. Even, even when she, she heard the music, like you could hear the music first scene. <laughs> All those violins screeching, you know, and then they stop really suddenly. And she goes, oh, you know what? I think I'll get out into the rain in the dark because, you know, nothing ever happens in Detroit. I think, I think they did a good rainy night. with the atmosphere here, right? Oh, okay. No, you don't think so? No, look, uh, my judgment, I think, for a lot of it, of like uh, score, production, cinematography, uh, some of the... Actually, the writing wasn't that bad. wasn't that bad. But a lot of it is just because this is a movie that's... And they keep making them. It's straight from the 80s. You know, it, it's, it's one of those scary movies with a house with a secret. Don't go in there. Oh, I'm going in. Don't go in there. <laughs> no. Don't come in here. <laughs> What's that noise? Who's talking? Let's go and investigate. Put a candle, you know. <laughs> or a flashlight with batteries that aren't quite working. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. This thing's on the blink again. Of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the door keeps closing on me. God damn it. Anyway, uh, no, I thought she was I thought she was really good. Uh, her their, uh, co-star for part of it uh, was very good. Um, and uh, supporting cast were reasonable no problems there it's it was it was mainly just the story that i just folded my arms and eyebrows and everything over but uh 
I was looking forward to hear what you heard or what you thought about it. Because this is kind of up your street. It's not really up mine. Mike. This is like Freddy movies and fucking, you know. What's the other dude can with I, the fucking mask? Can I, can I uh, hijack a trope from previous episodes? Probably like four oh, yeah, or seven yeah. of the last 50 episodes. I would like to agree with Steve in every aspect of these things about how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely fucking love this movie from start to finish. It's so good. Absolutely hmm. brilliant. Why, Mike? It starts out the very first thing I noticed, uh, like you said, was the music. It was like screechy violence. Yeah, yeah. Screechy violence. That's, yeah. that's going to be a fucking exorcist baby, fucking Godzilla child thing coming through the roof any yeah. minute now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, there, there is a scene early on where she looks around and she realizes that there's only one light on the street. I was like, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what I particularly liked about it was that they didn't ramp it up. That there wasn't like a scene of her getting on a plane in New York with all her friends saying, Oh my god, you're not going to Detroit, are you? <laughs> they just kind of set it up. It was just like her arriving in the rain. Um, looking for an Airbnb and it's yeah. later that it's filled in where you are and yeah. layer by layer it builds up that this is really the last fucking place she should ever have fucking come to um, and the you know her counterpoint the 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 nice guy as it were um, I, I, thought he, I thought he was absolutely brilliant he just had that um, genuine guy, Keith. Solid. Genuine guy. Yeah. Sort of thing down, movie. you know. Yeah. Um, he, he did it brilliantly. Absolutely brilliantly. I, 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 could, I could see him like being like you if somebody showed up with a double double book house or whatever. You know, it was like, yeah. Oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, you know, what do you want? You know. You yeah, try and what, fix what can it. I do for you? you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a spare tire over here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll take the couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even with my bad back, me psoriasis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's that kind of old school, shitty um, scene that. That it is like this is no Trump Tower. Um, it, it's a very much so. A, a no, it's kind not of that a, bad. No, no. <laughs> it, it's very much so uh, like a, a, not a very impressive place to stay. Um, but once you see what it's surrounded by, you th- suddenly think, oh my God, there's a reason this is here. And now we're going to have a story as to why. And it, it it absolutely sucked me in. I I I can't say enough good about it. I love this show. Mark. I'll come um, back to you, Mike. Well, <laughs> like uh, I didn't get to the end, which is an issue. Mm-hmm. And where where I stopped watching it, the layers were starting to be peeled back, like Mike mm-hmm. described. 
which I did enjoy. They do a couple of nice tricks with cinematography to kind of keep it, to keep that under wraps in the early going of the movie. Um, and what? so I did like it and it's something I'll probably watch again when I can work up the courage. Because um, I started getting scared very early on in this. Um, <laughs> the the interplay, like I, I think what... Just like what, what you've described, Mike, is the interplay between the characters is quite realistic. Mm. And the, uh, while it's happening, you're in the back of your mind, you're going, but like, we know this is a horror movie, right? So this guy mm-hmm. is obviously a psychopath. And they do a lot with that. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it seems like a great movie. I, I can't I can't really do a, a proper review now, I haven't seen it all. But uh, I fully intend to watch the rest of it when I'm braver. Maybe I'll have a drink. Um, no I mean just putting it in context we've had a lot of 2022 hasn't been a great year for horror Um, this has kind of didn't Halloween come out yeah I was just going to say were you not here last month you know (laughs) (laughs) you know that's that's when they all ramp up you know (laughs) Um, yeah like what was that Michael Myers, chapter 27 or Michael something. Michael Myers, you know? that's the one I was trying to think of, yeah. Ah, for fuck's sake. You know, that that's just, you're, mm-hmm. you're just taking my money, you stupid bastard. Well, I'm stupid bastard <laughs> for giving you my money. But <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but what do you think of the, what, what did you think of the, the actual, you know, when they, they got into the meat of it? Mm-hmm. I'm giving too much away. I know where we are in spoilers in this one, but yeah. when I got into the meat of it, like, you know, um, when they got into I, what, 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 what is going to, you know, going to be the, the, the big frightener thing in, or the, you know, it's not. Mm-hmm. Just, um, I didn't like have the, a problem, did, to be honest. Like, did you it think was, that was like that, that whole uh, part of the movie, was that what, like I, I can understand, yeah, you thought it was great the way to set it up with the single light. Mm-hmm. It was dark when she arrived, mm-hmm. so you don't want to see what it's like when it's during the day. And yeah, um, yeah in fairness, that's that's decent storytelling mm-hmm. right there. Um, yeah. But it was like when they get into the the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was kind of going, ah, I don't know. It doesn't matter if it's like it, just in general. It doesn't matter if it's a, a you know, the ghost of a dead child or whatever it is, or a poltergeist or fucking, you know, uh, whatever it is, you know, you know that there's going to be something like that somewhere or a werewolf or so, but there's not, yeah. there's nothing supernatural like, uh, you know, um, uh, in this really. So that's, that's what I, well, <laughs> could be argued. But, uh, yeah, I, mean, I mean, there's nothing supernatural in fucking the silence of the lambs, but it's still a good fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair point. Quite terif- no, but, quite but, terrifying. But, but I, I agree with that. You know, it's just, I thought this was just like another one of those, ah, Jesus, come on. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, I suppose we're coming at it from different angles. I'm coming at it from such a long string of disappointment. Disappointment. <laughs> to find something with just a fucking smidgen of creativity. Uh, okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. genuinely very good cinematography. I thought the A, the music, B, the shots were absolutely really well done. Um, I, I, I can't fault them on it. it. It built the atmosphere so well. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's not the greatest horror of all time, 
but I, I as a consumer, was thoroughly satisfied. Ah, uh, fed the Would hunger. Recommend again. Fed the hunger. <laughs> That's what it did. Yeah. What do you think of the ending? Just in general. I'm not going to comment. That's fine. Not going to comment. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Well. I can't say I can recommend this from my point of view, but uh, Mike, obviously, you're, it's a 50-50 from here, is it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Watch it or watch? Uh, you shouldn't. You shouldn't watch this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what depends you, what you're into, really. You know? the show for is definitive answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, next show we watched, uh, sorry, I have no link, um, Ancient Apocalypse. Um uh, this is going to be a tricky one to review this one well I'll give you some background on this I've, I've watched it or listened to about nine hours of interviews with this guy Graham Hancock and, same uh, yeah that's what yeah, I yeah. mean it's really yeah. difficult to separate the content from the TV show right so I really li- I really enjoy listening to the guy being interviewed uh, both himself and Randall Carlson right yeah um, I, I, I think they're fascinating guys um, I think they've got a lot of information to 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 give to people, you know, and a lot of uh, new ideas and new angles to look at things. And this show was picked up, it was created by Netflix to give them a platform to do that because pretty much no one else bar Joe Rogan was doing that, right? Um, yeah. So, and he's, he's had debates as well with uh, archaeologists and so on. He's, he's, he's not, like he says, he's not an archaeologist, he's not a scientist. He's a journalist that investigates ancient uh, civilizations. And so he's traveled all around the world and he, they've done huge investigations into various sites. And uh, what they've found is that their, dis- their conclusions and discoveries that are, are, are the information that they've, they've uncovered um, is uh, contradictory to the traditional uh, history that you know we've been taught, and that uh, that that people say, look, that's that's how human race developed, and blah blah blah. We're all hunter gatherers until then we weren't, um, and it all happened around five thousand years ago, six or sorry, seven thousand years ago. Whereas now they're saying, oh, it could have been twenty two, twenty three thousand years ago, and uh, so obviously those people who've been taught all this. All down through the ages are going. No, we're the experts. You're, you're bullshit, and so and so they find they hit a wall. So anyway, this is their sort of attempt yeah. uh, to 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 hit the public with alternative ideas and so on before they shut down. Like it's got to the stage where uh, Graham is banned from Egypt. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, right, so uh, down to the show. Um, uh, amazing looking. Uh, shots in the show, amazing sights. Uh, one he'd never mentioned in, a, in his interviews, or maybe it's just because I haven't finished the last interview, um, uh, in Java, which is just mind-blowing. Um, mm-hmm. My, and I really, look, I really enjoy it. Like I say, I really enjoy what this guy is saying. I really enjoy him, uh, uh, him and the way he, he says it, and I, I could listen to him for hours. He's just a really interesting guy. But my problem with this show is that it's, tabloid esque it's sensationalist it's badly portrayed uh, he's badly portrayed I, I think it, it comes across cheap I think I, I'm very disappointed in it actually you know because I, I, from watching him and knowing how much I enjoyed his previous stuff and, and then to see this uh, I was kind of gutted because it's, it's kind of like watching 
you know, house invasions two or something like that, you know, where they go for the ad break and then they come back and tell you about the last five minutes that you've just fucking watched, you know, before they tell you about the next five minutes that they're going to, yeah, something like that, you know, or hunting pedos or whatever the fuck name of that thing is, you know, so, you know, you know, that kind of, those kind of shows, that's the way it came across, uh, just very dramatic music, lots of flybys are many flybys of the same shot, but they're used over and over and you're sort of going, well, you know, fucking song, you know, moving on you know where, where's the next site you know i think they could have taken that half hour and condensed it into 15 or 20 minutes uh with less bullshit and just straight to not repeating yourself and just giving us the facts you know and i think because uh, i think what i was really expecting was like a david attenborough-esque uh documentary on on the information he had to tell us and it didn't happen got it i still think you should watch well that's a pity steve yeah Anyway, yeah, it's not that I have a strong like, opinion. I'm around. very on the fence. Yep. <laughs> Obviously not. I, I'm very on the fence with all of this. Um, like, like you, I've heard these guys talk about what they're trying to reveal. You know, their contrarian view of what's going on in the in the history. The is it prehistory? It's far enough back, I suppose you can nearly yeah. call it that. Um. So. I, I do think they're really interesting to listen to them chatting. And I wasn't gripped by the episode. I don't know, was that because I knew a lot of what they were saying? Because they're trying to do the kind of the shock reveal, you know? Like they start to build up. Yeah, they tell, you, they tell you what they're going to tell you. And then they leave it alone for a while and show you this site, this archaeological site. And then they come back and say, this means that what we said we're going to say, we can now say. You know, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And um, and then this kind of say like right so go now and watch the next episode and here's why you should do that. Mm. It's just we I've watched better documentaries. They've they've got really good source material and I don't think it's presented in the best way possible. Like I don't think it's going to have the effect that they hope, mm. which is like that the collective consciousness about all of this stuff just is the profile is raised. I suppose that's what they want. They want to raise the profile. Get people asking questions about well, why isn't this in the history books? Mm. Whereas I think people are just going to not care. They're going to continue to not care. I mean, uh, I, I I don't think it gives them merit to sort of present it in that way. I I, I think that's the problem. It could be a YouTuber yeah. doing this. You know, it, it doesn't come across as like grown up. <laughs> you know, although like which market is this for? Is it for you know, depends on which market as well. Some markets might receive this mm-hmm. a lot better than we would, but maybe we're a bit more sort of dry shitey than other. <laughs> you know than what I mean? Average yeah. folks. I don't know. You know, you know what I mean? You know, some stuff work, you know, for example, works in the States that doesn't work here or works in Australia and definitely doesn't work here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so, can you imagine, can you imagine like a teenager, you know, teenager looking at a guy who's about 30, 40 years older than telling them things about history? Yeah. Like I don't think they're going to land there. Like who? The, who? The, a good, that's a really good Maybe question that's what to ask. Dun, 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 you know. Yeah. Who? Who are yeah. they aiming at? That, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's not us because we listen to podcasts and stuff because we're old. <laughs> Maybe <yeah. laughs> they already have all that right. demographic. Covered. What do you think, Mike? Did you see this? I did. I think y'all are missing the point here. Oh, here we go. Uh, oh, here we go. Enlighten yeah, thanks, Mike. us, Michael. Enlighten us. This is for the young lads. Actually, like we've we've all been walking on this earth for far longer than we deserve to. 
And we've listened to podcasts, <laughs> we've read books, we've watched television, we've heard all the stories, and they're great stories. The thing is, we're old now. <laughs> so if you're 15 years old and you're sitting there, you know, eyeing up that good-looking geography teacher with the slightly short skirt that she probably not appropriate for uh, secondary school. And then... Then you realize she was born after 2000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, and sorry, go on. click on the yeah. telly. Yeah. And there's some lad talking about a city that shouldn't be there. It's been underwater for 20,000 years. You're like, what the fuck? And most kids of that age would say, yeah, whatever. I'm just going out getting wrecked at the weekend. But every now and then, there is a young lad with an inner geek. And he'll stop and say, that's a bit weird. Where can I find more stuff out? And it will be begin a lifelong journey to end up like us, middle-aged, unsatisfied alcoholics. <laughs> because it's true so I think you know I think I said nearly the opposite of what you said though sorry Mike I didn't mean to interrupt you like I think that the if they are aiming at a younger market then that's They're probably right. going to miss, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, because well, it's old dude and not uh, Mr. Swartz's uh, face. I, I could, right, I could be wrong. Mike, it could you, be that this lands with the right people. You know, and yeah, that's you, you can do. go back to 1970s and Eric Von Daniken was that old dude. And a whole generation of UFO researchers and fucking Sasquatch researchers and everything grew up out of that one series. It was like a blast into the, the public uh, the public consciousness. And, and so many people took inspiration from just that one thing. It started them asking questions. Mm-hmm. And I think this could well be the same for, you know, the people who now are like, no, I'm, I'm not going to insult young people. But... <laughs> Well, I think I am insulting them, which is probably not right. Like, but like, they're they're like, this is not going to appear on TikTok. It's not going to be in a digestible bite. Like, you have to watch. Mm. Is it a forty-minute episode? Forty-minute episode. Is it forty? Of, uh, I thought it was half. Okay, yeah. Might it be might be half an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah, open yeah. to questions. Around that. Around that. But either way, it's a hell of a lot longer than a, a reel on TikTok. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, but that's that's why I'm talking about. There's only a certain few. We're like in yeah. previous generations, where like most of your friends at school were, you know, they were looking at the results from the Manchester United game or a Haskra versus Kilcolgan at the weekend, you know. And if you yeah. told them about fucking some fucking civilization in the hills, um, well, was I the only one watching Open University on BBC Two in the morning? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think so. No, no, no. The parents, the parents of the kids who run Open University were also watching it. <laughs> so, the, so in any given class, it's always going to be one. You know, that person is has a collection of Roman coins. So, know? what this is like, what this is like, then is 
in Unbreakable, where Mr. Glass crashed the train to see of the 10,000 people on it, would one of them survive? More or less. Basically that. An intellectual (laughs) version of that test. (laughs) If he gets his one superhero, then they can carry on his life's work after he's gone. That's all you need, man. All you need. So do you think it was good, Mike? Bar the Um, demographic it's aimed at. Like a... I I thought it had much better, you know, audio visual uh, setup than previous efforts. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've read the books for. Did you? Did you read Fingerprints of the Gods? I did indeed when it first came out. Oh, cool. Nice one. In 1993 Um, or four, whenever that was. Six, four, five. (laughs) Yes, indeed. It made quite an impression on me. I was reading Uh, The Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. Back then, maybe maybe you'd have been better on that episode of the podcast if you hadn't read your fingerprints <laughs> and read Wheel of Time instead. <laughs> I'll, I'll just go back in time thirty years. Oh, the, uh, that is that is exactly why you are the smart gentleman that you are, and I'm dope that I am. I was reading about magicians and witches while you were reading about archaeology. Um, so, yeah, it. It's much prettier than anything that I had 30 years ago. Mm. Um, and 30 years ago, that simple printed word was enough to make me go, oh, let, 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 let's just sit here and wait till Alex Jones comes around. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I, you know, I was pretty upset after the first episode, Nick. I, I think it was mm. because of my disappointment, you know, mm. that it wasn't aimed at, at, at us, let's say. Yeah. yeah. So, but now, you know, nearly a week later, I'm thinking I might go back and sneak another one in mm. to see because it's such good material and it was great to see the visualization of it, you know? It, it was actually. It's yeah. just that I, I was like really that. annoyed at the, at, at the production, <laughs> you know. Not doing a better job. The approach, so yeah. They had yeah. they had the two boys on Joe Rogan again recently to talk yeah. up this TV show. Two weeks ago, yeah. Or yeah. last week, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, like, I think that's where you and I go to get the information about this. And that mm-hmm. podcast really annoyed me because they were talking to Joe and bringing up video and saying, look at this, look at this river. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I was going, I'm driving my car, you dickhead. Yeah, yeah, just, ex- yeah, just explain yeah. what it is. Don't, don't, like, Never have Jamie bring up a video. Uh, yeah. And then, <laughs> true, Mike, true. And then, like, Joe will go, oh, you just got to plug in your HDMI. I said, don't fucking encourage him. This is a, pod- <laughs> yeah. this is a podcast, not a TV show. Oh, I actually... Think- Go on, yeah, yeah. You think you're back you think- on Fear Factor, Joe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I actually went back and watched that section, the video of that section. Mm. Of the, the river? Want- the- yeah, the river, because I wanted to see what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Under set, what is it, a river that's too small for the channel it's in, whatever that, that expression yeah, is. Yeah, massive, massive channel. And uh, it's, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Um, no, no, they're, any- they're talking about really interesting stuff. They yeah. are. I think I, I don't think they did a good job in this documentary, though. I didn't really enjoy it, even though I'm interested in the topic. Yeah. So you have to wonder then. That's that. That's what was kind of leading me to believe that it's not going to land on anyone. Mike, you are right. You know, for every Mister Glass, there is uh, Bruce Willis. <laughs> I, you know, this my one criticism would be that uh, it is kind of just a last ditch money making effort for him. You know. For Stallone, who are we talking about here? No, no, no. For, for Graham, Graham Hancock. Hancock. Yeah. Do you think so? I don't think it's a money thing at all. Oh, I think he's done. This is this is 
basically recycled. I don't, I don't think that was like a, his motivation at all, no? Uh, yeah. I, in 1993, I thought he was in it for the truth. Now I think he's in it for the money. And uh, this is cynical. Mike appears. I always thought it was because he's got a calling. Speaking Brilliant, of Steve. callings, Brilliant, Steve. That is amazing. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we also watched a show called The Calling. Oh, the calling. Yeah. Do this to me. <laughs> so yeah, don't tell us about this, Mark. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. So this is a TV show on Peacock, and it is a detective show. Um, and the, I guess the main character, uh, Abraham Abraham, whose parents were incredibly unimaginative when they named him. Um has a very distinct view of the world and about how you solve crimes. And he is um, presented with a missing person's case. A kid has gone missing and he starts to investigate. That's kind of where it kicks off. Yeah, I wasn't sure if this was going to be another one detective is a savant and the other one is just sort of following along, making sure they don't get arrested themselves. <laughs> it's know, not one a of those million shows. miles from that. It's not uh, a million yeah. miles from it. It's, the only yeah, thing it's, they're missing is him thinking outside his brain. Uh, <laughs> the only thing that's missing. So the the it, fact that his thoughts are on the inside means, well, I have to have a partner now because I need someone to tell what I'm thinking. <laughs> so it's it's quite Sherlock, Sherlock Holmesy, except he was working on emotions and feelings. Ooh. Yeah, instead he goes of, his gut a lot. Yeah, yeah. Instead of, um, yeah, you know, logic and facts. <laughs> so um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad show. I mean, if if you put it in that genre, I mean, it's it's up there in that genre. Let's say it is. You know? Yeah, it's. Uh, so I, I'm three episodes in, by the way. Just oh, are you? Full, full oh, okay, disclosure. Yeah. I got, yeah, quite yeah. like. I'd watch. This. I'd watch more. Yeah, yeah. So I've it's grand. the thing is I've I've yeah. been to New York recently, so I spend half the time going. Which bridge is that now? Do we walk But I, I kind of like it because remember that time Mark went to New York and didn't bring us. <laughs> right, so Mike, yeah. Yep. But uh, <laughs> anyway, my mic's not allowed in planes on you. So, so aside from the setting, <laughs> there's a really rich cast of characters outside of the main guy, right? Outside of Abraham, Abraham and his partner, there is like where this boy has disappeared. There's neighbors above, below, and around, and they're all pretty interesting. And there's really good actors playing them. And their stories are obviously related, which is why they're introducing us to them. And I'm enjoying trying to unravel what part everyone has actually played and what's gone on before the story tells us. I mean, yeah. It's it's a who done it for me, right? Yeah. But I, I I do think that the way um Abraham is doing his detective work. Is fairly annoying. He's played by Jeff Jeff Wilbush, and his partner um, Janine Harris is played by Juliana Canfield. But they, um, like, at one stage he sits on a bed and, and and holds someone's hand so that he can figure out what's going on. And I'm like, dude, that is not helping you. <laughs> like, this is this, is, <laughs> this, you know, as they would say in Ireland, like you're just taking notions. This is not how the world works. Um, and he's he's deeply religious, very spiritual. They bring that into a lot. That that was fine. Um, I almost felt at times like there should have been, 
you know, like graphs appearing outside of his head. This is what he was thinking at the time. <laughs> but of course, they can't do that because he's not mathematics. He's mm. like feelings. And it's very hard to draw feelings. Mm. You know, remember that... Um, feelings with expressionless. I mean, he's like Mr. Botox. He is, yeah. He yeah. is very stoic. Mm. Yeah, very, very clammy looking. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Clammy smooth face. Yeah. But but like, this is a, it's a minor criticism. I do really like the show. Um he has, uh, they unveil kind of his approach to interrogation quite early. And he's a bit of a rock star when it comes to interrogation. And I did enjoy that, the way they broke that process down. Because um, it was it was not really an angle that I'd seen before. Uh, what, where someone goes, ah, that's not what happened, is it? Well, no, you and I know that. That's not what happened now, is it? Now, come on. You were mad, weren't you? Weren't you? You were. Yeah. Something I know you're happened saying at work. I'm you sure know. you're saying don't, you never don't did. Don't be telling me you want to talk to your lawyer, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Don't need a lawyer. Ah, you'd be grand. Yeah, lawyers are for losers, man. Are you a loser? No, you're a no, fucking winner. No, just you and me in here. Just you and me. Pretend there's no one else here. There's no one behind the glass. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? Oh, man, I was so disappointed with this. Oh, no. Yeah, Jesus. When I saw A, the title, The Calling, and then B, the lead character is like a highly religious Jew, I was thinking, okay, we oh, have some kind of fucking yeah. detective <laughs> thing going on. Of course. <laughs> oh, and, then, and then he starts just like being normal. I was like, what the fuck? Where's the spinning heads? <laughs> Where's the fucking Gollum Walking Dead thing that you just fucking yeah, that's manufactured it. up out of your fucking fat <laughs> fucking leftovers? Yeah. <laughs> fucking, and ah uh, oh, man, it it it's it's just so much what could have been. It, like what it is is just you know what's that. Law and Order SVU fucking yep. New York looks like a fucking load of shite fucking yep. I wouldn't fucking they're all into their baloney and pastroni and you know yeah it's like yeah. it's it's grand if that's what you're into but it could have been so much more it really could um, go down to Eddie's in 47 367 40 upper lower west street just <laughs> yeah. off the avenue yeah you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a job, you bump. Get a job. Hey, I'm walking here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's. Yeah, I mean, do you remember the strain? The strain was yes. in New oh, York. Oh God, we'll never hear the end of it. Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah. And and there was a Jewish character in that who very much so brought the Jewishness into the whole uh, structure of the story. That's what I was looking for. And that is absolutely not what I got. And it 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 pains me. It pains got me. it. <laughs> yeah. You should have looked out for me, Charlie. Yeah. I could have been a contender. I, I let you I let you down badly there, Mike. I let you down badly. Yeah. So you're watching more of this than market tickets the whole season. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the whole you're, season. You're on course, like yeah. So so like just to one thing it's kind of a response to you, Mike, is that you mentioned like law and order and that kind of stuff. There's a real risk it could become something like that. Mm. And if it does, I'm out. Like so they've yeah. they've got what what I think is a series arc. 
Mm. Oh, they have. They're I was not, going to ask you that. Or is this yeah, like a, a, a... They're not a doing a crime deep. of the week. No, okay. They're, they're not doing a crime of the week. It's about this particular case. Okay. And if it continues to be like that, I'm in, right? So yeah. it's like rich characters, right? With all their own motivations you're trying to figure out, clues, it's progressing every week. And it reminds me like the killing light. Mm. Okay. It's in English. I only watched the English one. So in the uh, in the killing, every week they give you a different uh, different suspect. Okay. And then, do you remember the killing the TV show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I watched do you remember the, how it was so much better one. in Danish? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I watched. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, God, I don't remember that. No, so you probably can't even remember that happened. You were so busy reading it. So the the um in the killing. They would start the episode with someone who you thought might be the guy that did the murder or the uh-huh. girl that did the murder. And then over the course of the episode, you would realize, actually, no, it wasn't that person. And the very last couple of minutes, there'll be a shock reveal where you go, oh, well, that means it has to be this other person. Uh-huh. And then the next episode will be about that until they got to the conclusion. They kind of ran out of people and came to the, the real thing. <laughs> but that was done in really dark dark misery. And everyone was sad all the time. And it was always raining. Yeah, mm. this this is a bit like that that they focus on different suspects at a time, but it's not mm. as dark. It's yeah. just not going to those depths, at least not yet. Um, so it's it's a bit like that, but easier to watch. Like you come away from watching an episode of The Killing, and you be just your heart be heavy because of so much pathos. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. it's more it's, like it's not like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's not like this. So, but if it does become, uh, but mostly you had a better indication of uh, Danish grammar and how that works. Yeah, and that is, that is important, yeah. That's important. Part of everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's great. <laughs> so that's a watch then. I think it's I two think out so. of three, right? I think it's I two think out so, of three. Yeah. I'd watch another one, you know. It's fine. You know, it's fine. These shows are fine. They're great <laughs> visual chewing them, you know. And on that note... <laughs> I'll leave it there, folks, from Mike, Mark, and Steve. Stay classy. Stay Especially classy. you, Mike. Stay Especially classy. you, Mike. Stay classy, Mike. <laughs>